Welcome to Charlotte's Wandering Web with your adventurous guide to the good times, Charlotte Tweed. Each week, Charlotte takes you on the journey of a lifetime to a delightful Caribbean locale where the sun never sets on your good life at a great price. And now with her muy amigo, Carib Carter, here's your host, Charlotte Tweed. Hello, hello, hello. This is Carib Carter, and welcome to Charlotte's Wandering Web. Charlotte, as you know, is in Mexico, but we have a surprise for you because we're not going to talk about Mexico today. Charlotte is going to talk about someplace else that you are going to love. Charlotte, welcome. How are you? I'm great, Carter. How are you? I'm 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 well, but you are in Mexico, I can tell. I, yes, yes, I'm still in Mexico. Still in Mexico. We'll be Beautiful. here. Well, we're here for a while, but we are going to a new location in October. So I wanted to share that with our viewers today. Now you are going you're actually going to move. We're not going to move, but we will be in a new location for probably about three months. Very, very nice. Okay, okay. And where the everybody's waiting, saying, "Okay, come on, come on, Carter. Where are you going to be? We are where going. Are you to, heading? We are going to be in the Azores. Oh, folks, Azores. Let's put it. It's right off the coast of Portugal. It's part of mm -hmm. part of Portugal. Uh, is it three islands? The Azores Islands. There's more than I know. There's more than one. I don't know the number exactly. I, okay. I'm fairly new to the Azores, so I've been doing a little research on it myself. I'm more familiar with mainland Portugal, but yes, it's off the coast of Portugal. They're known as the Portuguese Island. It's an archipelago. So we'll be staying on the main island called São Miguel. Yes, São Miguel. Gorgeous, gorgeous island. I'm excited. I, we love, love <laughs> Europe. We've spent, in 2018, we spent close to four months in Europe, you know, as long as we could be there with the Schengen visa rules and that type of thing. And honestly, if it wasn't on the other side of the planet, Europe is where I would be. It's fantastic. Now, it is. The, the A's, we did a show with Mike and Joel, okay, yeah. from the Azores because... And I guess that's one of the reasons you're going there. Mm -hmm. They are building a gorgeous residential resort community in the, in the Azores on the San Miguel Island, right? They are. And what they have acquired is a 17th century villa. So it was built in 1687. And as they transition from the ownership that's there currently, there's a delightful German couple there that has been running it for I believe over 20 years they've been running this property as yeah. a and b yeah so as it transitions and that couple finishes their their management of the property they would like me and my husband to watch over the property in that time so that's why we'll be there for about three months fantastic I think their names are like Leitenfeld or something wonderful couple we interviewed them we had we did a group interview with Joel and Mike and the Lightenfells, what they were wonderful. They were wonderful people. Yes, so I you're going that interview. So they they have had the place for like as you say 20 years or so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you're gonna go over and you're gonna you and your husband, you and Daryl are gonna manage the bed and breakfast. We're not managing the bed and breakfast, it's the transition period. So really okay. we're, we're going to be like house sitting. Very nice. So we'll be we'll be the presence on the property, uh 
ECI is going to be recruiting a new couple to manage the B&B. So there will be more information coming out on that very soon. So stay tuned to that. And, and yeah, so we'll be there to take care of it. And what they're, what they're hoping to do, or they're planning, I don't want to say anything for sure. Everything's still in the transition periods right now. But over the, the slow season, which is when we'll be there, because I, normally I guess the resort or the B&B, it's not a resort, the B&B close at the end of October. So October 31st is when Gerd and Gabriella will be done. So then through the winter, they usually don't rent it out. But what the plans are going to be is that people rent out the entire villa, which has 10 rooms for events during the off season. So that's what they're going to intend on doing uh, possibly this year. That's just wonderful. That's mm -hmm. wonderful. And the Azores, particularly the island you're going to, it's like like spring all year round, if I'm not mistaken. It right? is. It's the perfect climate for me. <laughs> the perfect climate for me. I love the cooler weather. I have people ask me, how do you handle where you are with no air conditioning? But it's not as hot here in Ahihi because we're at a higher elevation. So it's right. cooler. It's more, you know, April and May is very hot, but it's cooler temperatures than it is on the coasts of Mexico. And same thing with the Azores. In the winter, it's between 50 and 70 Fahrenheit, which is about 10 to 21 Celsius. That's that's still short weather for us. We'll, oh, we'll yeah. still be shorts yeah. and, and sleeveless. And then in the summer, it's between 60 and 80 so Fahrenheit. So that's around 16 to 27 Celsius in the summer. And that's, that's just glorious. It's just beautiful. And the country, the country is gorgeous. I mean, the island is gorgeous. It is simply, you know, I, I looked it up and started It's looking at the pictures of it. And it's like there's no direction you can go in that's not just absolutely picturesque. I know how Mike often describes it is if Hawaii and Ireland got together and had a baby, it would be the Azores. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't and you know, been to Hawaii or Ireland, so it's new for me. It's fantastic. Yeah. And when we, when, when we interviewed the, the Leitenfelds, I'm getting the name wrong, but it's something very near to that. I think it's something very near to that. But when we interviewed Leitner, something, yeah, but something, one, one of those Germanic yes. name. Okay, yeah, you know. So the the uh, when we interview when we were talking to them, she said that that medical care is it, it, going back to last week's show. You know, the the um, Charlotte's wondering where when we when we talk with Tracy about mm -hmm. the incredible incredible medical care in, in Latin America, Central South. The medical care she said on at the in the Azores also is exceptionally good, and uh, she said it's nearly free. Yes, I haven't looked in depth into the medical care, but I know like from people that live there, they have very good things to say about it and have had very good experiences. And the other thing that I think is very good for our listeners about Portugal is the safety rating. It's rated rated the sixth safest safest country in the world oh yeah you yeah. know you know a lot of people they have a paradigm about central america about mexico and no matter what anybody says otherwise they can't get over that it is actually safe sorry there's yeah. construction in the background 
they can't, they just, they can't believe it because they can't it get by. years and years yeah. and years, but it's dangerous. So Portugal is a fantastic option for people looking for that plan B because yes. it's one of the safest countries in the world. You know why I think people. that is, you know why I think that is Charlotte? A lot right. of people don't realize this, but back in the, I think it was the 1400s, Spain and Portugal actually owned most of the known world, right? And so I think they got all the violence out of their system. <laughs> well, it's just an interesting. 600 years ago. <laughs> an in interesting fact. I mean, if you look at a world map, Portugal right. is right in the middle. It's right really? in the middle because they were the discoverers. They were the ones who went out and discovered. So everything was mapped from Portugal. Right. And okay, very yeah. good. I like yeah. it. I like it. And the the cost of living. I, I think the cost of living is like a third of what it is in the US, I think, in Canada. And Portugal is one of the most cost effective countries in Europe as well. So and, and on the Azores, I have been told that it is actually twenty percent lower cost of living on the Azores than it is on the mainland Portugal. Which is fascinating because you would think that the islands would be more expensive, right? Yes. A lot of the times they are because of importing. But Portugal, the government subsidizes the islands. They don't want a brain drain from the islands. They want people to stay. So yes. they try and make it as comfortable as possible. Yeah, they, do. They, they actually subsidize. The mainland actually subsidizes some of the goods on the island. And, you know, you said about... When you said about the prices can be a little higher, they're not. They're not, folks, but they can be because, you know, they have to bring stuff to it. I remember I lived on Roatan Island for a while off Honduras, part of Honduras. There are no Hondurans there, but it's part of Honduras. And I remember Dan Taylor, my good friend, he built Keyhole Bay. One day I was asking about something and he said, you're on an island. If you didn't bring it, it's not here. <laughs> so... so so, so Portugal subsidizes to make sure they have everything they need on the Azor Islands. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's fantastic. It is. Yeah. And it has, uh, San Miguel, the main island, has a, an airport. And interesting, too, I heard from friends of ours, uh, he's a World War history buff, that the, the Allies used the Azores as a base in World War II. Really? Yeah. To stage their invasion of Europe, I guess, right? Obviously, not Japan. Yeah. 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 And let's keep in mind, it is only a four-hour flight from Boston or Newark, right? Yeah. So, so, which makes it attractive for me, because like I said, we we love Europe, but it's on the other side of the planet. You think, oh, well, by the time you, you know, get to Europe, it's pretty much you lose a whole day. But like you said, it's a four to five-hour flight. And they also fly direct from Montreal and Toronto. Oh, really? Yeah. How long do you think? Would be a little longer? A little longer. It'd flight. be a little bit longer because it's further north, but not, but not that much. Maybe an hour or two. So. If I were living in Newark, I would catch the first plane out to, to the A's horse. Well, I mean, that's like going from hell to heaven. Come visit me while I'm there. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, come visit me while I'm there. I actually I am because the well no, wait, when are you when are you going when are you going folks you can go visit her so when are you going to be there it should be we haven't booked our flight out but it'll be around October fifteenth 
until January 31st, because we're going to be there for them to fill in until they find new people to take over. And interesting enough, too, because of the 90-day Schengen zone, we're going to have to leave the Azores for a little break there, which is fine, because that'll give us a chance to go to the UK. I have a friend in the UK. I can maybe go visit her and then come back. So we can take in a few more countries on the other side of the planet, too, while I'm there. Well, I think uh, I see I see Gary just put up they have pineapples in greenhouses. So, yeah, so you're gonna have every, you're gonna have everything, folks. You know, you know yeah. they grow tea. There are tea it's plantations what? tea plantations on the Azores as well. What kind of plantations? Tea, tea like the drink, tea. Oh, tea drink. Very nice, yeah. very nice. Well, you know, we may see you because we're planning an offshore club conference there on the Azores at at the new residential resort community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know whether it's going to be January, February. Now it's only limited to about 25 people. So folks, when I let you know, get in your reservation early and hopefully we'll do it in January so they can sit, meet you and Daryl. Yeah. That'd that's, be awesome. That, that's, that's fantastic. That's what the hope is. Like I said, during the off season that people will rent it for a venue for, you know, your conference. It's small. Like I said, 10 bedrooms. There's a chapel on site was the original building. And there's a garden house that has four bedrooms in it. So, I mean, it's perfect for private events. You want to go to the Azores, take your family to the Azores for Christmas, rent the whole villa or like what you're doing. You want to have a conference for the offshore members, rent the whole villa. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Now, what about, have you done any research into the food? I don't know why. I I think, you know, I did a, what happened was I did a, uh, a YouTube search and watch like a half an hour video. And, and the guy was doing like a restaurant tour and the food looked fantastic. I mean, it, it was just, uh, yeah, made you salivate. Have well, you done- my favorite food is Greek food. I love Mediterranean cuisine. So I haven't Portugal. I know is very famous for fish. Uh, sardines, I believe are very, very popular in Portugal. Cheeses, uh, the cured meats, the type of food that I absolutely love. And, you know, they have they have the farms on the Azores as well where you can get the cheeses. And, yeah, I'm excited to go and taste the food. <laughs> it's just absolutely, I'm thrilled. Mm-hmm. I am thrilled. Now, now, you'll you'll still have your place in Mexico, right? I mean. We will. We will because we signed a lease. So. But that's okay because we'll be house sitting, so it'll all work out fine. Um, it'll our home will be here when we get back. So what's nice is we don't have to take all five of our suitcases and pack absolutely everything and go. We're going to be, we'll keep this place, and we checked with the owners to make sure they're aware and they're all fine with it. And they said they'll pay our electricity bill when we're gone, and we can pay them back. Oh, good. So yeah, so it it'll it'll all work out just fine. We check with integration to make sure, can we, does this affect our temporary residency in Mexico? Yeah, I was just going to ask that. Our immigration lawyer said no. He said, you can come and go as you please for as long as you want, as long as you are back a month before it expires. And that's four years from now. Oh, so you're going to be back in plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Have you, now you were, some of your relatives were getting ready to come and visit you in Mexico, weren't they, last time we talked? We're hoping they can get here. The plan is to come before we leave in October because they're all, you know, everybody doesn't like to leave Canada when it's warm in the summer because you actually get two months of nice weather. Right. 
Right. So they're, oh, well, maybe we'll come in October, November. Well, maybe you want to come a little sooner because we're going to be leaving. <laughs> so it is just a minute. How many, how many countries have you lived in? I guess when you say, how, what would you term live? Like how long would you say time? I think living is anywhere that you have been more than a month. To me, you have lived there. More than a month than that. More than a month. That well, Mexico, Nicaragua, Belize, United States, because we've been spent a lot of time in the States Uh, and the countries we were in, in Europe, it was just under a month that we spent in each country. Like we spent a month in Italy. We spent a month in Belgium. We spent a month in Germany. So. Wow. You really are a wanderer. Yeah. The name of the show is perfect. You are Charlotte's wandering web and you just wander everywhere. And what would you say to folks? Because some folks, you know, they get kind of like they're anchored somewhere and, and they're almost afraid to venture out. And they get all the what ifs. Well, what if this, what what do you say to people to help them realize, you know, there's a whole world out there for you to explore, which you have done. Well, that's, that's where the what ifs come from. Because when you don't get out, you don't see that they're, you don't see that what you're being told by the news is not true. Yeah. (laughs) What you're being told by the governments is not true. They don't want you to leave. That's why they keep saying these countries are so scary and horrible. But when you get out and see it and experience it for yourself, you just see that there is a different way to live. And those what ifs go away. They go away. They go away. They go away. And it goes away. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, you know, when I was a kid, I remember, you know, I grew up in Baltimore City. But before we lived in a little town called Williamsport, Maryland, right? Before we moved to the big city. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, there were people there who had been born there and lived there and were now old and had never been out of Williamsport, Maryland. I mean, they hadn't even been to Hagerstown six miles away. Yeah. And, and I think, I think what we're doing with the offshore club and with the skate artists is we're helping people understand there is now a whole world out there that it is totally accessible. Right. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's no reason to fear these other countries. And Portugal, too, there's no travel restrictions. They dropped last month. There's a little bug flying in my face. They uh, dropped their travel restrictions last month. So there's no travel requirements to get in related to our good old friend COVID. So they're open that way. Um, There is just so much to see and the people that you meet. And you find find out that people are people. We're We're really all the same. We all yes. want to be happy. We want to have a good life. We want to be somewhere where we're comfortable and can live, where we can afford to go out and eat and get together with people. You know, you're exactly right. And one of the things I love about a country like Portugal is, and, and all the Central American countries, and, and it goes against what people think, particularly with Central American countries, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't really amount to much of a hill of beans, who the hell the president of the country is. It really doesn't. I mean, in the United States now, it's total oppression. I mean, you know, I tell people, they say, well, well, those Central America, banana republics. No, 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 I'm sorry. 
the banana republic now is the United States of America. Yes. Okay. I mean, I want you to think about that. The State Department's big boogeyman in Central America is somewhere you lived, Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. They hate Ortega. They, well, they've been trying to kill him for 40 years. And well, not I was there. They put sanctions on for being a, no, how did they word it? The way they were treating their citizens. You're not being yeah. very democratic. So they put, and I'm like, look at the plank in your own eye, Canada and the United States. What are you doing to your citizens? Oh, my God. Oh, my like, God. Hello? Yeah. And, and Nicaragua has a lower crime rate than the U.S. It's free as it can be. They didn't put all the COVID hoax restrictions on everybody. Yeah. And I want you to think about something. Ortega became president. And he held an election. And Camorra, I can never remember her first name. You remember her? She was a, I can't remember her first name. She became president. Well, she didn't turn around and send the equivalent of the Nicaraguan FBI after Ortega the way we've done in this country with Trump now. Yeah. Then, eight, four, eight years later, Ortega got reelected. He didn't send their FBI after Camorra the way we've done in the United States. It is freer in those countries now. You're safer. Yeah, well, and we, we are the banana republic without bananas. Exactly. And that's where the sanctions came in because it was the election. And we were in Nicaragua when the election was on. And people were like, oh, there's going to be rioting in the streets. There's going to be this if, you know, these certain results happen. Nothing happened. And the Nicaraguans could have absolutely cared less. Yeah. They could have cared less. They're like, oh, we know what's going to happen. And this will be the result. They just... It, it wasn't a big deal to them, but it was a big deal to the rest of the world. Yeah, we have to quit exactly. telling countries, other countries, how to live and run their countries. Exactly. And these countries down there, they run perfectly well and they have very nice lives. And mm-hmm. the Azores, I have a feeling the Azores probably, I mentioned Roatan. And, and you know what? It's, it's, I think, see if you agree with this, because you've traveled a lot more than me. A couple of weeks ago on the Coffee with Carib Carter, you know, every week I have a thousand dollar listing Caribbean. And I, I tell people about a property that I think they might want to take a look at. We don't make any money off of it, yeah. but I find a great bargain price property. And sometimes it's one of the, you know, ECI properties like Grand Pacific or, or Grand Bay Motor. But I recommended that people, <laughs> I recommended their property on Margarita Island, right? And I got these, those people said, do you, do you understand that's Venezuela? <laughs> I said, well, yes, I do. But but I, I see if you agree with me. Islands have a separate uh, a separate identity than the country most of the time. Do you, what do you think? I mean, you, you're the agree. traveler. You're the wanderer. I would agree. Even with Belize, I would say that. And Ambergris Key is, is very close to the mainland. Right. But it is very different than the mainland. It's completely different. Even Belizeans completely. say it's completely different. You know, it's, it's completely like, different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we are looking for. Well, we're going to be. We're still going to be with you in Mexico now for another. What? What is that? Month? Two months? What are we? August? Yeah, two months. Two months. So two we're hoping to get to a few more locations here. Friends of ours booked the um, the luxury bus. Remember how I told you that there's the luxury buses in Mexico have a very good reputation and they had a fantastic time. They went to Guanajuato, I believe is what it was. So I'm excited to hear what their experience was. And I would, I want to book one of those luxury buses and take it to a city somewhere. 
All right, so we're going to be coming to people still from Mexico for another two months. Then we're heading to the Azores together. For three months, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. excited. Yeah, it's it's a great option for our viewers and our, our readers. Yeah. And Portugal has, I just did an article about it. They have one of the top most powerful passports in the world as well. So it's a That's great right. option for a plan B for citizenship by investment as well. It's great. All right. This is very exciting. Thank you for the good news. This You're is welcome. wonderful as usual. And it is delightful as usual. So go enjoy the weather and uh, folks. Now we're going to be in Mexico for another two months and we're all going to the Azores with uh, Charlotte and Charlotte's wandering web. So as I tell you, Every, every week, let's do this thing. Fantastic.